Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Socially Sensitive Podcast. This is Socially Solo, episode number 52. Today is Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. Today is National Day. Today is National New York Day. Uh, it's also National Pecan Cookie Day. Yeah, Keebler Pecan Sandies were always one of my favorite. Uh, Bitcoin prices. Bitcoin is at $19,113. That's down a little over 1% from yesterday. It's looking through some of the top trending on Twitter. Um, and there's a new trend that's, uh, I guess, one of the latest examples of the power of social media, how it can influence people to eat stupid things that are uh, potentially unsafe. Um, you know, we had back before, we had the eating Tide Pods challenges and uh, drinking like or eating large amounts of Benadryl, or uh, I remember the cinnamon challenge. But there's there's always been crazy dumb challenges. But uh, the newest one now is called Sleepy Chicken. And I guess it involves, it's a trend that involves cooking chicken breasts marinated in NyQuil in a pan. The FDA released a, an advisory last week uh, urging parents to keep your over-the-counter medications away from kids and uh, educate them on the consequences of following social media advice or how you should never follow social media advice when it comes to things like that. Um, it said U.S. health regulators are warning about the dangers of the new TikTok challenge. I don't know what what would why you would want to do that. I, I watched a couple of the videos that were still, you know, still easy to see, still find pretty easily. And it just doesn't, doesn't even look good. So I don't know. But uh, I imagine if, uh, yeah, because if you cook it down, I mean, you're, you're concentrating it. Yeah, because NyQuil, it's got acetaminophen and other stuff in it. When you boil it, it, you know, concentrates it. And they said even if you don't eat the chicken, just inhaling the uh, the vapors from it while cooking could cause high leg high levels of the drug to get into your body. So I guess then you just OD on NyQuil. And it says the uh, FDA they actively monitor social media trends in an effort to combat the spread of online dangers and misinformation. And TikTok was. Their goal was, it said that search results um, for NyQuil chicken have been deleted. Like I said, it was still pretty easy to find. Um, instead, if you do that search, it, it's supposed to return um, a safety warning that says, uh, some online challenges can be dangerous, disturbing, or even fabricated. And it's supposed to, it said it should pull it up for any searches for sleepy chicken or even if you misspell, you know, some version of that search. Because yeah, it says content that promotes dangerous behavior has no place on TikTok. And we will remove content if found and strongly discourages anyone from an engaging in behavior that may be harmful to themselves or others. Um, so here's from some free cooking advice for me. Uh, don't cook your chicken in NyQuil. Doesn't seem that difficult, but 
don't do it. I guess you have to always slap one of those do not try this at home warnings on it. So one other trending story was uh, cartoonist Scott Adams said that he does the Dilbert comics. Um, he was uh, canceled in 77 newspapers this week. I pulled up to look to see what his most recent comic was. Um, I used to really like the Dilbert comics, but I haven't watched much anymore um, or read any of them. They're, you know, his are usually the little three-panel newspaper comics. But uh, the one from yesterday was, uh, you know, the boss is sitting down at the desk talking to uh, an employee, and he's he's telling him, he says, Dave, I need to boost our company's ESG rating, so I'm promoting you to be our CTO. In it, the guy he's promoting is a black man. And he says, I know you identify as white, so that won't help our ESG scores. But would it be too much trouble to ident identify as gay? And the guy he's interviewing responds with, depends how hard you want me to sell it. And then his answer is, just wear better shirts. Um, I have to admit, you know, that's, that one's not even very funny at all. But uh, so I'm not sure if, if the cancellations coming from a woke culture outcry kind of thing or just poor performing comic strip, you know, that maybe he's just gone really downhill lately. Like I said, I haven't read too many of the Dilbert ones lately or any of them lately, but, or it could just be that all newspapers are, you know, they're kind of going the way of the dinosaur and they're um, always, looking for ways to cut their operating costs because I imagine most, uh, most newspapers are probably still hemorrhaging money that, uh, their circulation has to be weighed down because I saw a stat that said U S newspapers continue to die at a rate of two a week that, uh, somewhere a newspaper company in the country goes out of business at a rate of two a week. It's pretty, pretty quick. Total estimated weekday circulation of U.S. daily newspapers was uh, almost 56 million back in 2000. And uh, by 2020, it had dropped to 24 million, so over half. And uh, it's even lower now. COVID um, helped eliminate a lot more of those. Um, and uh, as a result, I saw a survey that said... Um, in the United States, it was from February of 2022, only 12% of U.S. adults used newspapers. Most younger people don't even uh, understand what newspaper is, which we had that conversation on an uh, episode not long ago about this young couple who uh, didn't understand what... Uh, a physical newspaper was. They had never seen one or heard about one. And I guess what this means is more and more people just continue to get their news online if they're getting news at all. And, uh, yeah, because most people are just losing their faith in the mainstream media. Most feel that there isn't even a trusted news source out there anymore. So the problem is too many of those people then are turning to social media so according to a Gallup poll in December of 2021, only a third of Americans say they pay attention to national news. Yeah, most people, 
people are happy to just uh, remain oblivious to what's happening in the world around them. You know, they don't care. Um, here's a clip from a TED talk I watched the other day. It's uh, um, Nate Pressner. He's a 18-year-old uh, university student. And this is just a small clip from it, him talking about media. So I was Googling something the other day, and I was so desperate for an answer that I even checked the second page of the Google search results. <laughs> now, presumably, you're really paying attention to me now, because research shows that people tend to remember and pay attention to things more that stand out to them as being interesting or funny. Now, according to Michael Griffin, an associate professor of media and cultural studies, this is how my grandparents got their news. Now, they could assume that the media was unbiased because journalistic integrity was one of the most important things at their time. On top of this, it was considered a public service, and honestly, they just didn't have many ways of getting news. This is how my parents got their news. Increasingly, we started to move towards a more 24-hours type of news, which led to an increase in competition to be the trusted news source, but also decrease the time for fact-checking. And this is how today's generation gets their news. We have so many options, and they're nearly all free. And because of this, many news sources began to pick their spot along the liberal to conservative continuum and the continuum of presenting complete facts all the way to complete information fabrication. And with all of these vying for our very limited attention, we moved from a model where news could be assumed to be inherently truthful and unbiased to one which enabled fake news. You know, fake news, those false stories with the intent of influencing our, uh, our opinions and beliefs and are presented as facts. Yeah, those ones. Well, yeah, it's a, it is definitely changing news cycle um, as to how, and how, how people get their news and how people trust the news. Um, but that's all we've got today. So just want to, uh, I'll have the, uh, I'll have listed in the show notes the uh, link to the full TED Talk if you want to watch it. But uh, that's all I've got today, so thanks for listening. If this is your first time, go ahead and subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And while you're there, leave us a comment and a review. Um, we release the full podcast weekly, and uh, we also release the uh, socially solo episodes like this one every morning. So hope you enjoyed this episode, and have an amazing rest of your day. See you tomorrow. Bye. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also, check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.